Hello, Ogletown Church family. This is Micah Thornton. My family has gone to Ogletown since 2012. Psalm 1914 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Thanks for reading, Micah, and thank you for tuning in to Listening Up. This week, we've been spending time together as a church family in Psalm 19. And our psalm this week can be divided into pretty clear sections. The first six verses talk about God's self-revelation through creation. And we call that general revelation because God is revealing the truth about himself to all people in general. And then verses 7 to 13 are about God's special revelation. And that's referring to his word, that through the centuries, God has come and communicated to his own special people. So we have these two volumes, as it were, from God and about God, volume one in nature and volume two in scripture. So after these two sections comes the conclusion, and it's clearly marked off, and it's one of the most famous verses in the entire book of Psalms. It says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So these are the various sections. But how does the last verse fit together with what came before? Why end a psalm about God speaking to humans with a verse in which the human author is talking about the words of my mouth? So it might be helpful to think about this verse under the heading of three words, response, relationship, and grace. First, let's talk about response. In this psalm, God is talking. He's communicating what he's like, as well as what he likes. And the psalm ends by us praying that our response to what God has revealed will please him. If an important person came to town and he or she had communicated preferences in advance, the elected officials or whomever would be welcoming that person would work to make those expectations are met. So here, the God of the whole universe has not just showed up unannounced. Instead, he's communicated in advance to us. And if we're listening, we'll want to respond in a way that fits what he's said. And not just on the outside, not just in our own words, but also on the inside, even in the thoughts and meditations of our hearts. And that is what this verse prays. But what's going on in this verse and in this psalm is so much more than just an important person telling us what they want. Second, it's about relationship and relationship with God. In this last verse, David prays that his words and thoughts would actually please the Lord. We want to be acceptable to him, to have him smile, as it were, on our words and actions and thoughts. And we're not talking about just keeping up a to-do list from the Lord, but about living in a way that pleases the one we love and who loves us. Now, the issue this might raise, however, is that none of us is up to the challenge. Over the course of our lives, we fail miserably to live in word or thought in a way that pleases the Lord. And that leads to our third word, grace. Grace is found in the labels that David uses for the Lord he wants to please. He calls the Lord my rock. That is, the Lord is the stability under his people's feet. Our performance may be up and down and on and off, but he never changes. Our success in pleasing him may be all over the place, but he is the rock that never moves. And David also calls him my redeemer. And this word may bring up Christian songs or seem like just kind of another word for savior. And that's not far from the truth, but... In Israel's day, in David's day, a redeemer was a family member who was responsible for the well-being of everyone in the family. It'd be like an uncle who, if your family got in a financial pinch, had obligated himself to make sure you were taken care of. 
And so the Lord is our Redeemer. He has taken the initiative to obligate himself to his people, and he will take care of us. And we know that as Redeemer, one day it would mean that he would even lay down his life to take care of, remove, and pay the penalty for our sin. So even though the Lord has told us what he's like and what he expects from us, and even though we should pray, Lord, help us please you, we also know that he has taken steps to answer this prayer so that because of Jesus, all our actions and all our words and all our thoughts, fallen and broken though they may be, are pleasing to him. Why? Because he's forgiven us and poured out on us his grace. Our verse in Psalm 19 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Thanks so much for taking time for listening up. I also want to encourage you to join us for our service online this weekend. You can watch our service after 10 a.m. this Sunday on Facebook or on our website at ogletown.org watch. Until next time, let's keep setting our minds on things above.